Happy winter solstice. This episode is really chill. It's just a chat. You'll probably spiral, but we'll spiral together. Make a cup of tea, put some fluffy socks on and celebrate yourself. Welcome to Athena's Mind, a well-being space for the veterinary community in Ireland and beyond. We talk all things self-development, self-care, mindset and mental health with yours truly, Aoife Smith. I'm a qualified vet nurse and psychologist who is passionate about helping you to cultivate a peaceful space inside your head. This is the veterinary mental health revolution you have all been waiting for. Hit that follow button and let's get going. Welcome back to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast. As always, I am your host, Aoife Smith. How are we all doing? I hope that wherever you are in the world today, you're having a beautiful day. As always, it's winter solstice. I always kind of trip up over those words, winter solstice. (sighs) Happy winter solstice, Athenas. Today, we're going to have a really chill chat We're going to have really, really chill, chill vibes because today we are taking a break. Today we are embracing our authentic selves. We're setting boundaries and we are holding ourselves. So this is going to be a really non-structured bit of a bant with me, yours truly. And hopefully this will be something that you can play for yourself, if not today, over the Christmas holidays when you're just kind of chilling, if you get the chance to chill. Let me rephrase that, if you make the chance to chill. Hopefully you can just play this in the background. Maybe I'll add in some like ambient music or something, who knows. But yeah, so Let's talk for a minute about taking breaks and the fact that everything is a choice. You're about to spiral, by the way. Hello. (laughs) Always, always and forever. You might play this in the background, but be prepared for a spiral. A background spiral. Let's talk for a second about taking breaks and how everything is a choice. Moment of silence for that last one. I can already hear you screaming. (laughs) Internal screams. Um, Taking breaks is so important. Here's a wild idea. Maybe taking breaks is productive. Um, I'm really good at taking breaks, but the last two weeks have been really tough for me. I've had to finish um, assignments. Um, I didn't really plan my nutrition very well over the last two weeks, so I I was left feeling a little less energetic than normal, and I was feeling sluggish. I was also hormonal. Um, and my nutrition just didn't help my hormonal situation whatsoever and I was taking breaks but I was also I just couldn't figure out a day off for myself and I was kind of just literally hanging on to things by my fingertips this rarely happens nowadays because my self-care routine is just so Um, present all the time mindful is the word I was looking for my self-care routine is quite mindful all the time and I just have gotten into such a good habit of checking in with myself and 
asking myself what I need on any given day, at any given moment, and I've gotten really good at that. But I've made two really interesting observations over the last, well, possibly three, but they're all linked, so whatever. Um, yeah, I've made some observations over the last couple of weeks because I've been so busy, and I feel like when I get busy, I kind of get, there's a couple of things that happen. The first thing that happens is I'll panic because I, I'll think I won't have enough time to rest. And if I'm not rested, then I don't have energy to do anything and the cycle starts again. <laughs> so sometimes I even go as far as it doesn't really happen to me anymore, but it used to a lot. It took a lot of work to stop it. And every so often it does creep back in where I'll go to bed at night and I'll be like, okay, I have this amount of time to rest. And I think about resting so much that I don't actually rest and then I'm not rested. And then I try and rest again and I think about resting. And then because I'm thinking about resting, I get no rest and then I'm not rested again. And I just keep going in this circle of tiredness toxicity <laughs> that doesn't do anyone any favors, including those around me. I just fall into this cycle of there's not enough time to rest and there's not enough rest to be had. I fall into this scarcity mindset surrounding rest. Another thing that happens to me when I get really busy, I start to not pay attention to the food that I'm putting into my body. And we'll talk about body image in a second, but I have never really had like amazing body image, but as a woman in 2020, or as a woman in general, to be honest, um, we've all been raised to take up less space. So um, I've never met a woman who hasn't been touched by body image issues um, due to the society that we live in. And so I am often less careful about what I put into my body um, or less considerate about what, it, what I put into my body. So at the moment, weight is no longer an issue for me if my body wants to take up a certain amount of space she can wholeheartedly do that and she can stand tall and own that i don't care i will buy a pair a new pair of jeans if i need to i will buy a new top if i need to i couldn't care less anymore however the type of food that i do put into my body i care about for mental health reasons and i care about for you know gut health reasons and of course gut health is always linked to mental health so I get less careful about what I put into my body and I feel like so many people struggle with this when they get busy they start eating foods that just don't align with the optimum level of health that they would like to have at that moment and I feel like it's so linked to control there's so much to unpack with that but anyway so there's that and then there's me trying to find the time to slot breaks in for myself and trying to find the time to slot you know clear bubbles of space in for myself to just breathe and over the last two weeks I felt like my life wasn't even in my own hands and I just I don't know it happens to the best of us I think sometimes but I feel like sometimes you can have 
the best self-care routine in the entire world and and yet the the mindless collective you know December vibes can really get in on you I'm such a sensitive um lady to everything going on around me because I'm so mindful and because this is such a mindless time of year and December just moves the collective moves at a pace this particular pace whether you like it or not in December and I just found taking breaks so difficult because when I would take breaks I would still be affected by everything going on around me in December um I still don't want to do December next year like I still just don't want to do it I haven't I have a year to figure out how to make that happen for myself um and it may not even be in the literal sense it's probably just going to mean a lot more work on myself and if that's the case I can't fucking wait excuse my language (laughs) sorry kiddos (laughs) um any kiddos in the back sorry I might have to beep that out if I can I don't know if I can um it's probably just going to mean a lot more work on myself to try and figure out how I can better cope with December one thing also that I thought about was my goodness me if I have done all of this self-development work already and I have this amazing self-care routine and December is still getting in on me what is like another person's experience you know who may not have that routine in place for themselves already what is December but bringing it back to the importance of taking breaks breaks are productive rest is productive you're better off taking a big old rest and then doing what you need to do instead of just plowing through i hate that phrase can we stop plowing through in 2021 like let there be no plowing through i'm just not into it but breaks are so important they just give you such fresh eyes on a situation they make you feel a little better more content breaks are awesome i was also thinking earlier on about the phrase um i wasted a day so here's the thing (laughs) here's a thing here's the thing it's probably a thing if you're so say for example if you choose to waste a day because everything is a choice again i can hear you screaming but it is a choice everything is a choice if you choose to waste a day there's still some level of active participation there because you're choosing to waste something you're making the choice to waste something so you're actually still being active within your day just not in a conventional conventional capitalist way (laughs) you're making the choice to waste in inverted commas a day That means you're doing something. So it's actually not a waste at all. You know? Did you spiral? I spiraled. I just had a thought there as well. I was like, what if this is just like me rationalizing? And then isn't everything rationalizing? But anyway, whatever. Um, The next thing I wanted to talk about is boundaries. You hear me talk about boundaries all the time. But in the last two weeks or so, I've really been thinking about how to set boundaries in December, particularly surrounding family. I think I've said this before, I've always been super lucky because my family are not the kind of people who 
you know, just randomly comment on your body or your weight or something you're eating or, you know, nobody really does that in my family and I'm quite, um, I'm quite a lucky girl. I've heard like, you know, one or two comments where like if I, you know, if somebody offers me a slice of cake, for example, and I say, no, thank you, you know, one particular relative might be like, oh, she's watching her figure. And I'd, I'd, you know, kind of bite back and say, well, yeah, I, I am watching my figure. Like everyone else should watch my figure too. Like it's, it's beautiful. Bodies are stunning. What was your point? Like, <laughs> yes, I'm refusing this slice of cake because I'm actively attempting to take, take up less space. That's, that, yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. It's not just that I'm full. It's that I absolutely have to be constantly working towards taking up less space. Jaded, I'm jaded. <laughs> I'm jaded. But setting boundaries around Christmas time has never really been this big, huge thing for me. And I've always been so thankful because I hear people all the time tell stories about how their relatives have commented on their body or their weight or, yeah, just make general unruly comments about them or maybe their life. Um, I often get asked by certain older relatives if you know I like if there are any any boys is the usual question any boys um but my grand aunt always has an answer for them as soon as they ask me she always says nobody worthy <laughs> which is my favorite thing ever um big shout out to her she's so cool but yeah she'll always be like nobody worthy though and I'm like accuracy um, but setting boundaries around Christmas time can be really difficult, especially when I feel like we're kind of forced into, it's a real display of the phrase blood is thicker than water. We're really forced into family dynamics at Christmas time, even though our family might not be the best people for us, we're still forced into that dynamic. And it can be really difficult to, you know, explain to somebody that their comments might be hurtful or that you're just not mentally able, you don't feel mentally okay with having to deal with them at that time I had a really interesting dynamic recently actually that sort of got me thinking about December and Christmas and particularly as a woman people commenting on my body and again my family don't comment on people's bodies um people are very quick to comment on their own body but nobody throws comments at each other um and I keep being like I'm so lucky and I'm so thankful for that but like I don't know why I'm praising the bare minimum here like you know nobody should be doing this and that just just because we're not commenting on each other's bodies doesn't mean we all deserve medals but anyway um I had a super excited dress fit in in October and it was really exciting and it was a great day um it was for a family's a family member's wedding and I, again, as a woman, I, it's not as if I have never been touched by body image issues. I have been, really huge ones. But um, I kind of thought that I had prepped myself quite well going to this appointment that we had for my own reactions to my body in the sense that I was consumed sort of with, not consumed by, but... I was considering myself in standing in the changing room by myself with the mirror, with the lights, 
with the awful lights can we just take a moment and I was thinking to myself okay what's gonna make me feel the best um in that particular moment how can I take care of myself walking into this changing room trying on all these different dresses and you know having a look at my lumps and bumps in the mirror um because I used to tear myself to shreds in front of a mirror I don't anymore um I will now walk by myself in the mirror and I've actually taken to at first to sort of change my mindset I had taken to making funny faces at myself in the mirror every time I walked past a mirror in my house I would make like a funny face and make myself laugh and it would make myself feel so much better about things because life is short and I just feel like I was taking myself too seriously and now I walk past myself in the mirror and I'm like hey girl and I'll nearly grease my body as an old friend or I'll see my tum and I'll be like oh my god you're cute as hell as I'm walking past but I was so aware that my self-conscious ways um could have definitely crept back in I hadn't been in a changing room in so long COVID-19 I haven't been you know making unnecessary shopping trips or anything over the past couple of months so I haven't been in a changing room at all and so I was really aware that my old kind of ways could crop up while I was in this particular changing room and so I was thinking about how to make myself as comfortable as I could um, and so I took measures to do that but what I forgot to do so I really focused on myself and what I wore that day I wore really nice underwear um, I did my hair and my makeup really nice um, yeah and in a way that I was happy with and and comfortable and I filled my head full of um nice compliments about my body and I filled my head with also a lot of neutrality and being neutral towards you know things that I wouldn't have liked on myself in the past and so I did all this sort of inner focus and putting on you know garments that really made me feel good but something I forgot to do I forgot to set a boundary with family members or the people who were present, I suppose. Um, I forgot to set the boundary of requesting that they didn't comment on my body, even if it was a positive comment. I just forgot to set adequate boundaries, which resulted in, um, you know, comments like, you look tiny or your waist is tiny or you know I would love to have your figure and stuff like this and this was all stuff that just I didn't want to hear but I forgot to tell people that I just didn't feel mentally able to hear those things and I didn't feel mentally okay to even hear positive comments about my body because it was drawing attention to my body and hearing positive comments about my body don't get me wrong like whoever said these comments was not at fault like at all I'm trying to say that I forgot to take responsibility for my mental health in this situation and clearly communicate what I needed in that situation so that resulted in me being triggered at no fault of anyone else but my own so I feel like setting boundaries surrounding what you are feel able for and what you want from other people when you are healing from body image issues is so important and it really got me thinking about Christmas time because I think body image and Christmas time 
it can be such a volatile I feel like body image and Christmas have such a volatile relationship and it really got me thinking about Christmas time and how I'm going to have to sit down and say to my you know really close family hey I love you but please don't comment about my body at all whether that's good or bad because I get triggered and I'm actually currently healing myself and my relationship with my body and you know comments just make me or comments cause me to spiral and see how I changed my language there as well because nobody can make me feel anything nobody can make me react or respond because there are two different things in a certain way it's my responsibility how I feel as a result of what somebody else has said but yeah it really got me thinking about Christmas time and how I am gonna have to conduct myself in such a way that I can ensure that I won't have to deal with that as often um, and make sure that the people that I love know exactly how I feel about my body and um, what I need in order to nourish myself um, nourish my mental health over this time of year um, I was really thinking about over the last couple of weeks as well the concept of wanting to be held I said to a friend of mine when I was talking about how busy I was and I just went oh my god I really just I just need to be held and I feel like that's a phrase that we often all use I don't know is that a sweeping generalization probably but I feel like so often we'll be like oh I just need to be held and then I thought to myself I was like okay well yeah but I also need to hold myself and that's not to say I don't need anyone um I do have an avoidant attachment style so I'm super aware of that so I am just going to disclose that because I feel like it's important (laughs) it's important for you to know that while I'm talking about this but I was I was thinking about like I need to hold myself too and I need to give myself a hug and I need to really talk to myself um, and I feel like we don't do, do that enough for ourselves. We often place like safety and feeling held in other people because of that physical hold that other people can give us through a hug or a handhold or something else. Um, and we often place feeling held in another person because of that you know almost immediate intimacy that having the presence of another human being offers us but we really need to hold ourselves I really needed to hold myself and I just forgot (laughs) I just forgot and I every time I handed in an assignment then handed in is this the stone age submitted an assignment online um every time I did that I gave myself a huge hug and I made myself a cup of tea and I congratulated myself and I was like you're amazing you're doing great like keep going and I felt 10 times better because I was holding myself and I was like getting hugs when I asked for hugs from family members and stuff and my doggo was right there as he always is but I really held myself and it made me feel just 10 times better holding yourself is just so powerful it is so powerful and I really forgot um, that that was something I could use to take care of myself Um, and then when I was thinking about that this is just another scream scream 
oh my god what a slip this is just another stream of consciousness by the way this week friends but i feel like it's required another thing i was thinking about after i was thinking about the concept of holding myself was also the concept of dating myself and how much i love dating myself and i didn't really cop this until I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about their relationship and stuff and I was like oh my gosh I really love dating myself I forget what the context was but the thought came up and I was like my goodness like I take myself to breakfast sometimes I have like I've taken myself to dinner so much I just take myself on dates and I take myself for coffee and I bring my journal and I just spend time with myself um I feel like also as women um, we really don't talk about being with ourselves enough um, at all like at all Um, and that could be on any level whatsoever if you're picking up what I'm putting down Um, I'm just being careful just in case because it's Christmas time and there may be kiddos around you know I'm just being respectful for everyone's um, situations at Christmas there's lots of family around and I just want to make this podcast you know as accessible as I can for the time of year that it is I would probably be speaking a little more explicitly about women's health and women spending time with themselves and um, if it wasn't the time of year that it was or is but yeah we just don't talk about that enough and dating ourselves is so important because it just allows us to get to know ourselves as a as a dateable human and like when you think about it if you wouldn't date yourself like then then you're you're not going to believe that you're not going to truly believe that somebody else will want to date you and then you won't find somebody who's aligned with you and so I've had just the most fun over the last two years dating myself and figuring out what I'm like to date and I found out that I'm like, (laughs) you're probably going to laugh, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Like, I found things like, I'm kind of (laughs) funny. And like, I make myself laugh now. Like, I have inner, like, the most beautiful inner dialogue now. Because I have inside jokes with myself. And I think I saw that on a meme once. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness me, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. But I have, I have these inside jokes with myself. And I have... I have these like really funny quirks that are really sometimes annoying and I know I annoy myself with them but I also sort of love them and I've really gotten to know myself as a dateable human that I am currently dating if that makes sense and I've just become so much more comfortable with myself as a result of dating myself um last November so November of 2019 I was on such a healing journey that I'm still on and is the most exciting journey I think I've ever taken like ever it's it's just been my favorite time um on my self-development journey I went out and I had an IFA day which is if you don't know already is a day that I take for myself um with myself by myself and for myself and I might go shopping I might go to the art gallery and just walk around with a coffee 
Um, I might go on a walk. You know, I might just go and buy like a new outfit for myself. I might have a spa day and I just go on my own. And usually it starts with like a solo brekkie and a solo dinner and ends with a solo dinner. Um, and I just take myself out on like a huge date day just for me. But this particular day last November, I decided to take myself out into town by myself take myself out by myself and um that didn't really make much sense but sure look it we're going for it and I went and I bought myself a promise ring for my ring finger and it was from me to me and I went for brekkie and I journaled and I made heaps and heaps of promises to myself I wrote really freely and openly about everything that I was promising myself and I said to myself that I would keep writing until it felt right to stop and the amount of beautiful promises I made to myself that day and I'm still upholding and fulfilling today was just such a beautiful beautiful moment in my life and I wear my my promise ring every day it's one of my favorite things that I have ever had I will keep it forever and I just think everyone should should give themselves a promise ring like I think that we so often are so quick to promise other people things but we never make promises to ourselves and at that point in my life I just had said to myself enough is enough I'm I'm gonna promise myself all of this beautiful all of these beautiful things and I will continue to uphold the beautiful relationships that I have with my family and with my friends but the promises to myself are the ones that are going to make me and my relationships flourish I just think there's something so powerful and badass about going out and buying yourself a promise ring and making promises to yourself. And it was the most stunning experience and I'm just so glad I did it. I'm obsessed and I encourage you to go and get yourself a promise ring. It like, it will change, like it just changed my mindset in like the space of a few hours. I also love the audacity of it. Like I went to breakfast by myself and I ordered like smashed avo on toast and I ordered a smoothie and a fancy coffee. A fancy coffee, that's hilarious. You'd know that I just have no idea about coffee. Every single coffee to me is fancy to be honest. And I had like a brownie and I just allowed myself to have anything I wanted. I was like, baby girl, you can have whatever it is you want. And I took my journal out. I took up space in this beautiful brunch place and I spent time with myself, talking to myself via journaling and just communicating with my soul. And it was just so gorgeous. The audacity of it. <laughs> we like, it's 2020 now. All I want to see from all of you is audacity towards yourselves. I want you to just take bold leaps towards self-love and just unapologetic jumps into your heart and souls I really do um yeah and another thing that I wanted to touch on as well was the concept of doing really well in 2020 I feel like now that we're at the end of the year 
a lot of people are gonna go ahead and kind of share all of their achievements online and there's a there's definitely something in that there's a lot to unpack within that itself um but then you know there are people that are going to read all those achievements and they're going to feel bad about themselves and we're all going to just start comparing ourselves to each other within the highlight reel that is instagram and within the echo chambers that is our following and our followers following and our follow no they're the same thing who we're following and who's following us um so yeah when i was when we were kind of in the middle of the middle of the beginning of the pandemic i was going to say um we were sort of in like june july time and nobody really knew what was happening and all we sort of knew was that the sun was shining and we weren't allowed to go outside of two kilometer radius um and most of us spent time in our gardens either having a few drinks or you know with others i spent my time in my garden alone on a blanket painting i painted on canvas i painted on in a normal art um kind of like a sketch pad thing and i put my music on and i just chilled me and my dog um i spent a whole lot of time journaling outside i spent a whole lot of time doing yoga outside grounding myself um setting intentions reading oracle cards in the sun it was a beautiful beautiful opportunity to receive in in something within something so horrific because obviously a lot of people have lost their lives and to be given that opportunity to sit in the garden and just take take time for myself during all the chaos was stunning um but i remember saying to a friend that everything for me in 2020 went to plan just not how I thought it was going to go and I think that was a perfect example of setting intentions and manifesting things but ignoring not ignoring but not worrying about the how and just saying to yourself this is going to happen for me but letting go of the fact that you might not know how it's going to happen or how things are going to pan out I hadn't a notion how things were going to pan out for me in 2020 but I still set my intentions and things came to me anyway even though the world was falling apart and I was almost reluctant to talk to you about that and everything I just said just then because I feel as though whoever is doing well in 2020 needs to keep that quiet but at the end of the day if there's something if there's something good happening and we're getting on okay that's authentic too and if somebody says how are you and you say good and you really mean it then that's okay where we run into problems is if somebody asks you how you're doing and you say good but you're not good that's when we run into issues but I I did for a while I felt I felt pretty bad because I said to my friend I was like I feel like I'm flourishing right now I feel like I'm glowing on the inside at the moment and I'm really reluctant to talk about that because there are people losing their lives and it's awful. And I'm not the kind of person to broadcast to everybody or um, just randomly tell everybody how great I'm doing. That's not really my style. But if somebody asks me how I'm doing and I say great, if I, if I am doing great, then, you know, I'll say I'm doing great, thank you. Um, 
and if they want more detail they can have them but I feel like if you if you did 2020 in general like look at us like we did it even if things went a bit wrong like look look what we've just done it's amazing um, and we've done such an amazing job and if it's a case that you were flourishing in 2020 that's please celebrate that um, you don't have to broadcast it on the internet to celebrate it that isn't celebrating you know celebrating yourself um, well broadcasting it on the internet may be celebrating for some and that's okay but I feel like there's a lot more substance to celebrating by yourself or with close close family or friends um, celebrate you celebrate you so much if you've done well in 2020 and things have gone right for you celebrate that to be honest as well I feel like the world is so dull at the moment and I don't mean dull as in you know stationary I mean dull as as in dull and sad the world needs people who are celebrating themselves despite the chaos I don't know I still feel a bit funny there's definitely some cognitive dissonance happening for me as I'm talking here because 2020 was was a good year for me um there are things that went really wrong but overall it was a good year and yeah I I feel really reluctant to say like oh 2020 was great for me because it's almost like survivor's guilt I feel like so many people have gotten sick and lost their lives and people have lost family members and jobs and homes and some awful things have happened to people um but I wouldn't be authentic or truthful if I said that that was how I was feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling good I'm very tired this year has aged your girl here oh my goodness but I'm feeling good and I'm feeling really strong and I'm feeling really brave um really brave actually and really in my power I've never felt so in my power and maybe I have this whole pandemic experience to thank for that but I I really do feel in my power right now and it's so amazing and I would encourage you if you're not feeling in your power to also embrace that as well and that's okay and you will stand in your power someday again like you will nothing lasts forever and there will be days that come along and I won't be standing in my power and I'm gonna need you to lift me up if we were all feeling the same way I suppose all of the time life would be boring and also there would be nobody to pull anybody upwards and into a beautiful higher plane if there wasn't the lows to be sitting in in the first place anyway I am waffling so I'm gonna love you and leave you for another little while I will be back in 2021 where is this year gone my head is in March um, I will be back in 2021 I will see you all then we're gonna press the accelerator get ready it's gonna be a good year we're all gonna hold each other up we're all gonna make each other proud Thank you so much for being here with me. We're not even four months old yet, I don't think. We're like almost four months old. And there's already over 800 of you and I'm shook. 
it's just been the best mental health revolution one could ever ask for. I am the happiest lady. I glow on the inside every time I think of this community and it's only gonna get better. Please take care of yourself wherever you are today. Take a deep breath. You're doing so, so well. I'm so proud of you and I will see you soon.